The subject of today's video conference is green banks. We're gonna be talking about, yes, the highest rated US banks are definitely some of the worst about investing in fossil fuels. But when I did a spot check on the top four banks that were listed on the Bank for Good website, two out of four were not FDIC insured. So there's more to learn. Yes, we can get green with our bank deposits. We can do a lot to clean up our money, our investments and our lives. And we can do it mindfully so that our wealth is not at risk. So all that and more in today's video conference. Remember, you can watch this back at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. Again, youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to going over this important topic with you momentarily. All right, so as I mentioned, definitely there's a problem with our banks. They are definitely investing in, you know, all of the fossil fuel companies. But as we go through this video conference, I also want us to take ownership because if we're honest with ourselves, who are they digging the oil for? Are you putting gasoline in your car? Do you turn on a light switch? Is your light switch powered with natural gas? Is your stove powered with natural gas? So I think we have to take ownership and look at that as well. But today's topic is green banks. So we are gonna look at that and how we can green our money and ways that uh, we have, you know, certain like greenwashing is one thing we have to be aware of. But the other thing too is some of these lists are not vetting them, the banks as much as, um, as they should. And they're not telling you as much as they should. So let's look at both of these issues. One, it, are the big banks invested in fossil fuels? And you can look at this data and this information in my most recent blog. Simply go to nataliepace.com forward slash blog. And the most recent one is, are there safe green banks? So do read that for all of the details um, and a lot of the links that we're going to be looking at. So big banks are definitely invested in fossil fuels. And according to the Rainforest Action Network, JP Morgan Chase, Citi, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America are the worst, and they are responsible for financing one quarter of all fossil fuel financing that has happened. According to uh, the Rainforest Action Network, RBC is Canada's worst, Barclays is Europe's worst, and MUFG is the worst in Japan. Now, one other quick thing while we're talking about greenwashing is that the dirty truth about ESG funds is that they are missing the E. In the ESG index, the S&P ESG index, about 20% are related directly to fossil fuels. And there are no solar, there are no real environmental companies. Since they kicked uh, Tesla out last September, when I, uh, actually last May, when I first wrote this article, um, they don't really have any environment in there at all. So the fact that they're saying it's ESG and E stands for environment, that is uh, false advertising. 
it's not even greenwashing. So you have to be careful, not just of where your money is deposited, but also, you know, if you say, hey, I want socially conscious or I want environmental, they'll, your broker will quite naturally say, well, let's do an ESG fund. But that name is absolutely misleading, okay? So let's jump in now to the other name because there are a lot of viral sharing of websites that are saying, hey, these green banks are good, we vet them. Now, I looked at them and I'm gonna show you what the results were of that. I only looked at the top four, but four is indicative, right? Because there was a trend in 50% of them that they weren't FDIC insured. None of them are rated by S&P uh, Global. So you don't know the creditworthiness and half of them are not FDIC insured. This is important for you to know. So let me just show you what I uncovered when I looked at them. So this was the, oh, here's the JP Morgan letter from um, Jamie Dimon. And of course, as you know, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, City are the worst um, ones in terms of fossil fuel financing. And his most recent letter definitely is greenwash, 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 up to you whether or not you believe that he's changed his tune or not. If you follow the money over the last six years, they are definitely um, egregious. Now, this is the website that was sent over to us. So let's look at the first one, Atmos Financial. And here is a handy dandy bank find link that the FDIC provides. So all you have to do is put in the name. So we put in the name Atmos Financial and nothing comes up. So it is not listed as an FDIC insured bank. Now, this particular website said that they did uh, this is they did vetting. We personally vetted these. So why don't they say it's not FDIC insured? Also, a clean energy credit union is not FDIC insured as well. So I said that 50% were. If you, I'll show you what the difference looks like. If we put in Climate First Bank, then you're going to see that it is FDIC insured. And the same thing held true for VCC Bank. So again, you want to make sure that you're looking at the FDIC, and I will include this link um, you know, in this video conference. So all you have to do is go to youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. And in the summary there, there will be links to all of these web uh, sites that I'm showing you today, including the FDIC one, so that if you find another bank that you're most interested in, you can double check to see if it's actually FDIC insured or not. Just a little cliff note, if it's a credit union, it is not. All right, now let me show you the S&P Global one. So if we were to look at the big banks, here's what their credit ratings are, right? So you, as you know, if you listen to my most recent video conference on blogs, which was just last Thursday, where to stash your cash, you know that, you know, I'm saying, hey, if I were you, I would diversify among the banks and I would also go with the banks that have the highest credit rating because BBB credit rating is just one level above junk bond status. And FYI, First Republic Bank, which is now a junk bond and really got into trouble and is still not out of the woods yet, this one was rated A minus and it went directly to um, you know, a, a junk bond. So that's pretty important. Now, if it's FDIC insured, you're in better shape than if it's not, but it still can be very disconcerting 
to have your bank, you know, uh, fail. Also, you know, you may, again, you definitely don't want to go with, and there's one other problem with this one, Atmos Financial, which I think that they should have disclosed as well. There's only two employees there, two employees. You know, wouldn't you love that? You just start your own bank and call yourself green and, and get on this list. I mean, again, I'm not saying that they don't do any vetting at all. I'm just saying that some of the things that would be really important, handing over your life savings are not necessarily included there. And the other thing, again, is the credit rating. So these are younger, smaller banks, and that means that they may not be have a credit score. So again, we did find that Climate First Bank was um, an FDIC insured, but as you can see, you're not gonna find a credit rating on it because it's too young. It's only, it was only founded last year. So, you know, these are all things that you should be thinking about in terms of who you wanna bank with. Now, the other thing that I wanted to um, talk to you about are non-insured assets. So if you decided, you know what, it's FDIC insured, and even though it's not rated, I still would rather put my money with Climate First Bank. I think it's important for you not to go over the FDIC insured limit, right? Because if it does fail, then technically that other part could be at risk. Now, the Federal Reserve Board and the FDIC have all said, no, 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 it's fine. Even uninsured depositors are going to be made whole in Silicon Valley Bank and the four failures that have already happened. Now, if you read the fine print on it, what you're going to see, and I went ahead and put this up for you guys. This is in uh, the this article. You can access the link. And again, you'll be able to access the link at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. Here's the FDIC letter that spells out what happens, uh, what, what they were going to do with regard to the Silicon Valley Bank. And as you can see here, they were saying, all insured depositors will have in full access to their deposits by Monday. So it failed on Friday, you'd have access on Monday. But the uninsured depositors are gonna get a receivership certificate. Not all, not full access to their money. So again, I think that if you are going to forego, which I think is important uh, to have creditworthiness in your bank, if you're going to forego that, then I would definitely adhere to FDIC insurance. Okay. All right. The other things I wanted to talk to you about were the differences between brokerages and banks. So if you um, have a 401k or an IRA, or you want to invest in money to take on higher risk for higher gain, invest in companies, and you can invest in green. Now, there are some funds that actually, like clean energy funds that are absolutely green. So you can do this, but you can't invest in them at your bank. That's what brokerages do. So that's the basic difference between banks and brokerages is that the banks are going to be where you can stash your cash, where you can write checks um, and that sort of thing. And the brokerage is where you're going to be able to invest. So you're going to need both. So I did do um, you know, credit worthiness on brokerages as well. And I do recommend that you do that before you select the brokerage that you want to do business with. And here is... Um, this one, and you can take a screenshot of this, or you can take a picture of it. 
So, you know, Charles Schwab is rated A, um, Raymond James is A minus, AIG, which is the biggest um, insurance company and annuity provider, lowest rung of investment grade. So this is pretty important. And by the way, also even the fund company. Now BlackRock is another company that they say is heavily invested in fossil fuels as well, but they also have a clean energy fund that's only clean energy. It's hard to find clean energy funds. So this may be something that you are interested in is saying, hey, well, they did put together this fund that helps me invest in solar and wind and electric vehicles and things that I believe in. So again, it's going to be making, and you may think, man, this is a lot to learn. But once you learn it, then it's just the way life is. And you've ticked all the boxes and you've cleaned up your house and then you can go live in it, right? It's kind of like anything. Spring cleaning, not that much fun. Green cleaning, maybe not that much fun. But once you do it, then you've got a clean portfolio. Then you've got clean bank deposits. Then you can work on cleaning your life. I do want to make a plug for that. Again, if we are filling our gas tank up with gasoline, if we are cooking with natural gas, if we're turning on the lights in a state and the United States is still 60% powered by fossil fuels, if we're taking an elevator, you know, I want you to start thinking of these things because all of the natural gas and fossil fuels are going to promote our lifestyle. If Americans, and by the way, Americans, Canadians and Australians have some of the largest footprint in the world. It is three times as large per capita per person as most European countries. Only the Middle East is worse. And we are like Africans have a rounding error of CO2 footprint compared to Americans. And Americans by capita per person is much higher than India or China. Now you might say, oh, well, they still are higher in terms of China is than the US than India in terms of overall emissions. But then you also have to be mindful that China is the factory of the world. So all of those goods that you not only order and that are made in China, but then are shipped over here largely by fossil fuels, right? So we have to start being more mindful of all of these things if we want the funding for fossil fuels to end. And how can you do that? Not that hard. You just got to get aware of it and start cleaning your lifestyle too. Because as long as you purchase it, there's going to be a business that wants to sell it to you and to make a profit on it. And if it's an essential thing like transportation and heating and cooling, then they're really going to uh, pull out the stops to try to get you to do that, to, to get it to you. Now, go to nataliepace.com, click on the book cover of The Power of Eight Billion. It's up to us. Oh, you are going to have to pay for the... Um, for the Kindle version, I think it's under $5. And by the way, I'm going to make it free for five days starting on Earth Day, which is April 22nd. So if you want to get started right now, get started right now. If you want to make it free, the ebook will be free April 22nd for five days. And again, it's under five bucks right now. So you can start greening your portfolio, greening your bank accounts, and greening your life. But it does require doing some spring cleaning to get there. Now, let me see if there's anything else I wanted to share with you real quickly before we go on to questions. Um, money market funds, annuities. 
So just remember that money market funds are not FDIC insured. They are a financial product. So anytime you buy any kind of investment, whether it's a money market fund or a clean energy fund or an investment in Apple or Google or whatever it is you buy, that is not FDIC insured, right? It can go down in value. Even money market funds can go down in value. They also could potentially have redemption gates and liquidity fees. Redemption gate, you don't get access to your money right away. Liquidity fee, you have to pay to access your money, right? And they're not giving you a very good yield on it. So again, where to stash your cash? I've had a bond conference. We're having our uh, retreat is coming up on April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. We spend one full day on what's safe, i.e. where to stash your cash. So you're gonna learn a lot in the retreat. Now, for those of you who are not already registered, it's easy. It's gonna be online, so you can attend in your living room in your pajamas. Just go to nataliepace.com, scroll down, click on the um, that beautiful spring flowers, and that will tell you all about the 15 plus things you're gonna learn, all the testimonials, and that sort of thing. We have been doing this now for longer than I'd want to admit. We, our beta launch was in 1999. And this pie chart system works. So it is the ABCs of money we all should have received in high school. And it, if you look, if you don't care about green, we don't care. Because I mean, I don't care. I care personally what I do, but I'm just saying I want you to be the boss of your money in the retreat there is going to be the opportunity for anybody who wants to take it further and try to co-create a healthier world. But it is not going to say you only have to be green to attend the retreat. You can come to the retreat. We're not going to judge you. Um, the other last thing I wanted to say to all of you guys is that you can always access the blogs at nataliepace.com forward slash blog. You can also access the uh, video conferences at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. Now that may sound like a lot to remember as well, but we make it easy for you. Just go to nataliepace.com and all of these social networks are right there. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple podcasts. So any way that you want to get your content from us, you're able to get it there. And if you want the power of 8 billion, if you want the most recent edition of any of my books, please go to nataliepace.com so that you're assured of getting the fifth edition of the ABCs of Money, the second edition of Put Your Money Where Your Heart Is. And if you would like to join us in Poundbury, um, it's, it's gonna be amazing. We just had the most amazing retreat at Restormal. And that is living and walking in sustainable communities and really, really understanding how you can green your lifestyle. Plastics and polyester make up about 50% of each barrel of oil. Did you realize that? That what you wear and also all that plastic that you're using, that that's part of the fossil fuel industry as well. So learning all of this, greening your life, and having far less demand that these fossil fuel companies go and dig oil beneath you know, the ocean floor using untested equipment in order for us to fuel up our cars or to stick our food in plastic or to uh, wear polyester. 
So there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do. But once you do it, it becomes the way life is. And um, that, with 8 billion of us doing it, is how we heal the planet and um, make it more hospitable for humans. The planet has been very good at getting rid of species that, um, you know, we've seen a lot of extinctions. So I don't, I don't think it's the planet that's at risk. I think it's our, you know, Mother Earth, um, our kind of companion in life, uh, the sustenance that gives us the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, the water that we need to drink. So um, it's, it's humans, really, that really have to do this in order for us to stick around. All right, I'm going to stop it there for now. Um, see if anybody has any quick questions. And of course, if those questions are things that all of us can benefit from, I will be back and I'll tell you about it. Stick around because there's more to come. Important. Okay, the question was really, where's the crystal ball? Are stocks going up or are they going down? And here's what I want you to look at because a lot of people are just saying, oh, there's gonna be this, oh, there's gonna be that. Go to our blog. So hang on, just going to it. So this is the most recent one, right? NataliePace.com forward slash blog. Are there any green banks? If you scroll to the bottom of the blog, you're gonna see a list of my most recent blogs. And therein, you're gonna find eight fires the Federal Reserve Board needs to put out. Eight, not one, not two, eight. So those are the things that are going to determine when and where stocks will go this year. Um, we are expecting a recession that's negative for stocks. That's why we're overweighting 20% safe. Um, so here are some of the things that you have to be concerned about. Bank failures, bank stress tests are announced at the end of June. The debt ceiling is that uh, already we have hit the debt ceiling. We're using extraordinary means. They have to raise the debt ceiling by the end of May or we're going to start have, seeing a lot of headlines and a lot of trouble. Inflation, quantitative tightening, rising interest rates, bond losses, bank failures, the new Fed fund funding facility, housing, depleted savings, and a recession. So there's a lot on the horizon. Most of it is pretty much economic stormy. So again, we are overweighting 20% safe. And if you don't know what that means, basically it means this. You should always keep a percent equal to your age safe. In troubled times, you want to overweight safe. Just pretend you're a little older. What does that do? That means that that money should not be at risk of losing value. So people that overweighted 20% safe before the dot-com recession and the Great Recession earned gains because the safe side earned money. Now, in today's world, it's harder to get the safe side to earn money, but it's not, it's not impossible if you know the basics of it. I did a video conference on the basics of bonds in 2023, which outlines it. I would also look at the video conference for where to stash your cash as well. And we spend one full day on what's safe at the um, investor educational retreat. It's well worth your time. You can get almost a 5% yield um, in one year, six months, one year treasury bills. You can get almost 7% yield on a treasury inflation linked bond that you could buy a little bit for one each person in your family. And um, you know there are various ways even that you can do um, that kind of thing similar to that within your uh, 
individual retirement account. It's harder with a 401k. However, if you have old 401ks, you can roll them into IRAs and get greater control of them. So there are various ways that you can gain greater control of your money. And if all this sounds like Greek to you, just start speaking the language. You know, if you never spoke French before, of course you need to go to a few classes and learn how to speak it. But basically, this is the ABCs of money we all should have received in high school. It's not difficult once you learn it. And for those of you that attended a retreat like seven or eight years ago, yeah, you gotta you gotta push yourself. Like you can't say, oh, I attended a French class eight years ago. Why don't I speak French, right? So yes, you, it is cumulative. But once you actually put in the work to get it as a foundation of your life, becomes the way life is, and you just have to rebalance once a year, and you're gonna be fine. So thank you again for joining me. Again, you're going to be able to watch this back at youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace. We'd love to see you in April. Email info at nataliepace.com. Again, you can go to the flyer for pricing, for information, for the 15 things you'll learn, for testimonials, all of that. The bottom line is we are enthusiastically recommended by Nobel Prize winning economist Gary Becker, uh, former TD Ameritrade chairman and um, CEO Joe Moglia. And really, we've had over 120,000 people download my books and transform their lives. So these things work. Um, they're easy as a pie chart. It's not, it's less time, it's less money. And um, yeah, you're going to have to spend a weekend at least learning it and implementing it. Or if you don't have that amount of time, then reach out to our office for an unbiased second opinion, which I am happy to give. Again, I am not a broker. I'm on the education side, financial education. So um, happy to give you an unbiased second opinion because I don't have any incentive to sell you financial products, which is why it's unbiased. All right. Thanks again. NataliePace.com. Info at NataliePace.com. You can call us at 310-430-2397. And um, if you have other questions, email us. Whether We may have a blog already or a video conference already that we can just send you a link to. Or it may be that um, it's a question that so many people are asking that I want to do a blog on it, which is how this one came up. Because people said, hey, look at these green banks. Shouldn't we be putting our money here? And when I looked at it, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, 50% of the top four were not FDIC insured. So it's really important. Um, ask your questions. Happy to dig into it. Thanks again. I'll see you soon.